Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail on a very inappropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I drank three bottles of champagne and hung out with a stray dog all night under a bridge. On the other side of the table, we have Dr. Scientist. Am I to remember every man I've seen fall into spaghetti? <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, when a sexual harasser dies, we sign his wife's card. That's how Washington works. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time, the most accurate podcast that has ever existed. So, let's start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, stuff. Stuff? Ooh. I uh, started watching Haven again. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it hold up? Uh, I still enjoy it. I just finished, like, halfway through the first season. I keep forgetting that's a Stephen King thing. Well, not really, but it's it's supposed to be based on the Colorado Kid, but the book The Colorado Kid has nothing to do with Haven. It was like a standalone story, right? Yeah. Like a short story or something like that. And the Colorado kid is, uh, once you get in the season, the last season of Haven and they explain it all. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's good. I, I I forgot I enjoyed it that much. It's a great show. Everybody should watch it. Go watch it, Haven. I should give that another shot. I bet the wife would like that. I bet. I don't think you've ever finished it. I, I want to believe I did. I think I did. <laughs> you can believe whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I can. I finished it. I nailed it. I watched it eight times. <laughs> But I'm probably going to go through it again, slowly but surely. Because, I mean, the characters are really good, too. Audrey Parker and Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. But uh, anyway, good show. Everybody should go watch it. And then I saw this uh, small indie film called Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. Of course you did. Never heard of it. Is it new? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a small indie film company called Marvel. Uh-huh. They're owned by an even smaller company called Disney. Marvel. His name. It's weird how they're owned by a smaller company. I know, right? <laughs> as, as you it, heard, what were you saying about it? <laughs> but it was good. I enjoyed it a lot, of course. I don't know. I, I, it must be super hipster now to hate on Marvel movies because it got terrible reviews from people, and it was good. It was fine. Well, people are just sick of it. Yeah, they expect everything to be Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Well, once you set the bar. Yeah, well. Just saying. I just I'm so far behind on Marvel now. I stopped watching after Doctor ooh, Strange. Probably the last Spider Man movie, I think. Into the multiverse? No. Oh, there was one after that? Uh Far From Home? No. It's Homecoming Far From Home and then No Way Home? Yeah, that sounds right. I think I saw that one. Pretty sure I did. Yeah, with the three Spider Mans. Oh. I yes, yes, that. yes. Yeah. I think that was the last one I saw, but it was when uh the TV show started coming out, like the Winter Soldier and the Hawkeye one, and yeah. and uh, what was the good one with Loki? With what's her name? Qua- Loki. Then there Loki was, was WandaVision. Good. WandaVision was the one I really loved, but I kind of watched all those and got burnt out because I watched them like back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, eh, I'm I'm too far behind already. It's way too much. I missed, missed the Eternals. Missed a bunch of stuff. You don't really need to see any of them for the Eternals or Shang Zi. I did see Shang Zi. I did, I'm I'm very spotty now. I used to watch all of them when they came out. Yeah, and, and now it's just kind of when I get to other ones. Multiverse of Madness, you don't really need anything. I mean, WandaVision probably helps when you understand it more. But this one, I don't think you need anything to watch Quantumania either if you've seen the other stuff. 
without other movies because the only thing that really matters to it is Loki just because Kang's in it. Is the third Ant-Man ready? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But I, really I like enjoyed it a lot. I, I like yeah. the way they're doing. What? I really like the first Ant-Man. I forgot what happened in the second one. Well, uh, Ant-Man the and wasp. the Wasp. Yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, that's right. He fought the Wasp. Yeah, okay. And he's under house arrest the whole time and they get Hank Pym's wife out of the quantum realm. It doesn't matter. <sighs> oh, that's right. Speaking. But this one's good because I, I like what they're doing with Kang. I like where it's going. I mean, I'll enjoy it. And you like, either at this point, you either like superhero movies or you don't. You know which ones you want. True that. But if you like them, I recommend it. Watch it. Fair enough. And uh, a game I played was called uh, Will You Snail? Will, Will you, you Snail? Yeah, it's kind of like a meat, Super Meat Boy game. You play this okay. little snail who can like jump around and uh, you're in a computer. So you're like a, and you're just a human turned into a snail in a computer. And the AI is trying to kill you by setting up all these traps. And you kind of just got to run through it. Like Super Meat Boy, if you've ever seen it. But this is like... The AI will throw spikes at where he thinks you're going to go, so it'll kill you when you land, so you got to try and do some other stuff and some puzzle solving. Yeah. It's fun. Really fun. Puzzler platformer. Yeah, yeah, puzzle platformer. Is it like a, it's a platformer, like side-scrolling, or just like 3D? Yeah, I guess you've never played uh, Super Meat Boy. It's 2D. No, no, I have not. Yeah, it's just a side-scroller. Yeah, and you got to try and, lots of easy ways to die, and you got to try and avoid them. It's fun so far. Got about halfway through it. Enjoying it. There's like hidden spaces in it too. You can try and find. And right on. What's a game without hidden stuff, man? I wouldn't even call it a game. There was the hidden thing in this episode. <laughs> See if you caught it in the yeah. other episode. That's another Easter egg. See how many you could find. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's all I really did this week. I think about going to see Ant-Man again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, what about you, Papa Scotch? What did you play, watch, do? What's going on with you? You got to give your tithing to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> what else I watched every Marvel now? property since last week. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. There's too many. I watched uh, a, a bunch of movies I've already seen before. We watched Lights Out. Have you guys ever seen that one? It's the horror movie. Lights Out. No, it sounds familiar, but it could be one of a million things. Is it about that handheld game that you have to push the lights and then all the ones around it go on? And no, I cool. wish. <laughs> it was. It's about a. Uh, it's like a whole metaphor for depression. But basically, there's this demon, and when you turn the lights out, they exist, but they don't exist in places where there is light. So it's very spooky, because people will be, like, turning on and off the light switch, and this figure will just keep getting closer to them. Okay. It's spooky. Like, if you like spooky stuff, it's uh, not the best horror movie I've ever seen, but you'll be entertained. It's got, there's got some good gotchas in there. All right. I'm going to check it out. It's called Lights Out. It's not bad. Uh, The first, like, it does that horror movie thing where the first five minutes is, like, a kill... That has nothing to do with the main characters. Like Scream. In the same vein. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Scream did it. You know, you get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch that, and if you and that'll you'll know very fast if you're in or not. Sounds good. What was it called? Lights Out. Lights, Lights out. out. And then a similar horror movie we watched was uh, Don't Breathe. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, that's the one where they're, they're in that guy's house, and then... Yeah, they think he's like blind, he, or... He is blind? Yeah, he's blind. They go to rob his house, yeah. and they find well a bunch of nasty shit in the basement. We'll just say, but that I thought that was a really good movie. Yeah, that was fun. Wasn't there a second one of that? Yeah, I think there was. I didn't see the second one. Where he's like raising a child or something. That's weird. I I believe it. Uh, then uh, so I watched Don't Breathe. I also watched the new Fright Night again. <laughs> <laughs> the one from nineteen nineties. No, it's from like the twenty 
14 or something like that with Anton Yelchin. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that was And uh, David Tennant plays like Ooh. a, a uh, he's like a Chris Angel type. Yeah, but he's all about vampires and shit. Yeah, he's like a mix between Chris Angel and some kind of collector of medieval stuff. And the Anton Yelchin and his, his uh, girlfriend, who's played by... Imogen Poots. Yes. Which I don't know if both of those were both of those. Both of those people were also in the green room. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was good. It was entertaining. McLovin's in it too. I just saw that. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Tony in Collette. It. Colin Farrell. Yeah, it's a good movie. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Classic. And then uh we got through some more Veep. We're still chugging along with that. But the one I really want to talk about, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, Chump Slap. Spookies? Spooky. We've talked about this. I've talked about this on the podcast before. Sure? I know. I never watched it though. I don't think, dude. It fucking rules. <laughs> fucking rules. Apparently, the movie was shot. They ran out of money, right? And then they couldn't release it. So the head of the studio or whomever was making it fired everybody involved. Hired a second group of people. They went out and filmed like other scenes that don't make sense at all with the rest <laughs> of this movie, and then put it into the movie and, and combined them together. And it's it's great, like eighties creature feature effects. Right, like it's so bad, it's good. I would love to do. We got to do a special episode about it because oh, it's yeah? so fucking nuts. I'll fucking I'll have to watch that now. Spookies, Ugh, so much shit to watch. And uh, just a fun piece of trivia: the the movie takes place in like this big rundown like old timey mansion estate and i was looking it up and that's apparently the jay estate and it it was the home the boyhood home of the first chief justice of the supreme court (laughs) okay and it's now like it's not well it was like in a rundown state and they were gonna tear it down and the owners were like well it's a historical site so we can't tear it down unless it's destroyed or literally falling apart so these people approach them like, can we shoot our horror movie at this? And nice. they just think in their minds like, oh, they're going to come in. They're going to destroy the whole fucking place. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. But then the crew was so low budget, they had to stay in that house. <laughs> so they ended up like fixing all the plumbing and the electric <laughs> so it could be a real house. So when they left, it was in much better shape than when they got there. <laughs> That's It's amazing. And they had to keep it up. That The United States keeps all these stupid things, but they can't keep John Jay's house around. And it was like, oh, let's get rid of it. Well, if it was in yeah. that much disrepair. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I mean. They let it get that way. Yeah. The 80s were a weird time. I mean, you man. can go to, there's a place in Catasauqua that was maybe the guy that's probably in better shape. Probably. Not Catasauqua. Very nice in Catasauqua. I haven't been to Catasauqua in a dog's day. Dude, it's not really worth it. You're not missing not anything, much. I don't think. Yeah, I didn't think I was. Uh, shout out to Catasauqua, by Love the way. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, but that's all I got for this. Oh, no. What did I play? I forgot to tell you guys what I played. So, God of War. As you know, I gave up on God of War. Oh, again? <laughs> well, still the first time. I'm just mentioning that I gave up the second time. <laughs> then I wanted to play something that was lighter, so I started playing PGA Tour 2K23. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't you? And uh, I platinumed it. So I'm thinking probably 13 Sentinels is next and maybe dick around on some VR stuff. No. Nope. Platinumed it? Did you just start it and platinum it in a week? It was, yeah, it's not. there was not much to it. Yeah, that's pretty bad for a sports game. Oh, so you don't have to be number one for 700 months or whatever? No, thank you for remembering that. No. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. The most difficult thing you had to do was progress your golfer to a certain point so you could unlock a tier seven skill. Oh. 
Interesting. What's a tier so seven you get skill? Your, you have to get your golfer to like level twenty eight or something. That's the hardest thing. I mean, I already I sank the hole in one on my own. Like, come on, I'm just. How's the putting? It's the same. Everything's the same. <laughs> so all the other golf games that are out there. Well, they usually change up the putting a little bit every year. Yeah, some years you don't like it. Some years it's yeah. good. It's like every time they come up with a new way to swing, I always go back to just the analog stick going back and then forth. Yeah. They have this new like three click thing where you hold down X to start and then you have to hit it as it goes around like a clock. It's very dumb. Oh, that's stupid. Last one I played was at twenty two where you had to like you had to do the rhythm of the swing. Like you couldn't Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, it does that too. Yeah. <laughs> that's so hard for me to get the hang of, man. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure EA Sports is coming out with another golf game. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Yeah. They exactly. probably got naming rights for Whatever. Yeah, there you go. EA Sports PGA Tour for PlayStation 5 coming out March 24th. Oh, that's um, two weeks from now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hope they make it in VR. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so sick. Actually, that is uh, a week from now. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. we well, all know what yeah, time yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The math was wrong in my head. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. I lost a week somewhere. <laughs> yeah, daylight savings time was rough. Yeah, uh, right. Ugh. Oh, thank God we don't ever have to change again. One more time. Oh, really? Mm. What, back? Yeah. This is normal time, isn't it? No. And we're going to daylight savings. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Whatever. Know. Whatever. This isn't Wait, a podcast. Wait, are you saying we're that. not doing it anymore? Yeah. yeah. About? It's eventually stopping this year. Yeah. What do you think the Democratic Congress did when they got in power, Scotch? <laughs> Thank Christ. They got they rid did, of that crap. Did something. Definitely the most important thing, for sure. <laughs> right? For sure. But uh, that's all I did. How about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on over there? Well, I played this little game. Uh, it's free on PlayStation if you're as cool as I am. Ghosts of Tsushima. Mm. Oh. That's a newish game. For yeah. us, anyway. Yeah. Probably two years old. Yeah, it's probably... Yeah, I think it was on PS4 first. But anyway, it's fun. It's Having a good time. I can see it getting boring as shit, though, because you only have one sword. You don't get more weapons or nothing. I think you get more stances and shit, but eh, I don't know. But as of now, it's fun. I love just walking up to... If you're going into the Mongol territory... Mm-hmm. Of course. You can press a button and like you just stand there and go, Who wants to fight me? <laughs> and they come running at you and you can just one-hit kill up to three people in a row. It's pretty fucking cool. Interesting. Does it play well? Like, Does it feel good? Yeah, it looks great. It feels all right. I mean, no, it feels really good, actually. It's pretty easy to parry, which is a big thing when you're playing with swords, you know. Sure, sure, of course. But yeah, it's a good game. Fun. Check it out. All right. But I watched a couple things. I Did you some... watch Spookies? Did you watch Spookies? Yeah, the in the last you... five minutes. Yeah, the one you told me <laughs> five minutes ago. Sweet. But I did watch one of, the, one of the pod's favorite movies, Special. Oh, oh, it's nice. been so long since I've seen that. I know. It's, it's been a while. My and time. I remember it being funnier than it was. <laughs> it's it's kind of serious. My, well, yeah, it's serious. <laughs> I, know, I remember it being very funny, but at the same time, it was like it was like funny as a train explosion of clowns. It's just... Yeah, yeah. It's just you can't look away. It's sad. My teleportation beats your shield or whatever it's, it says. Yeah. It's so so good, man. I don't know if listeners out there, if you haven't seen it, go get yourself some special because it's a it's a special. Yeah, thing. it's about a guy who uh, he's taking some kind of medication that gives him superpowers. Yeah, he's on a trial 
for medication. Yeah, I don't remember what it's for, like antidepressants or something, whatever. Yes. It actually, the doctor says it's supposed to get rid of doubt in your mind uh. so you can be more social and shit. So it gets rid of all the doubt because he thinks he can hover and well, walk through can. walls and shit. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. He gets superpowers. Oh, dude, the first time when he ran through that wall <laughs> and then you saw it from the other person's perspective. Yeah. I could not stop laughing and I I don't think I was supposed to be laughing. I think you were in the beginning and then it gets like, okay. all right, well, this is Oh, man, now. take a toll on you. Yeah, because when he first goes back to the doctor, he's like, doc, check this out. And he just like belly flops off his desk. <laughs> yeah. on his he's like, look, I'm floating. He's like, what's this all about? Does this happen to anyone else? He's like, what happened to anyone else? <laughs> Watch it. Watch it, everybody. Special. Yeah. It's really good. All right. Has, uh, what's his name in it? Rappaport. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. It's his best role ever. Easily. But then I watched this other movie. It's pretty new. Called Infinity Pool. Oh, yeah? Oh, you saw it. Yeah. What's it about? I haven't watched it yet. It's uh, Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. He's uh, on vacation on some like rich island, you know, where all these rich people go. And mm-hmm. they go out. It's... In like a compound, like they're not supposed to leave because outside of the island, it's super dangerous and whatever. But they leave, they get accidentally hit somebody with their car. He dies. They have to, they go through the justice system there. And then it's just fucking bonkers from there. Don't want to get too much into it, but. Mm-hmm. Right, of course. But it's like everything you do there is, the punishment is mur- like they kill you. So. Hmm. Yeah, but there's like a catch if you're really rich and then. It just goes on like that, and then it gets it gets wacky. But okay. I, it's fun. It's a fun time. It's a little slow, but it was good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. It's, it's a Brandon Cronenberg one. Yeah, he was what Possessor. Yeah, yeah. You can was tell it better it's than him. Possessor. I don't know. It's different. Okay, I'll take but, that. I don't know. It's just like the way he films it. You know, it's him. Like it's not as. I don't know. I don't want to say too much about it, but just, yeah, go check it out. It's fun. Fun, good time. All right. I will. <laughs> I, won't, I guess it isn't fun, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a good time. And then I, I started watching The Last of Us. Oh, the new show? Yeah. How is it? It's exactly the game. Mm. Yeah. I only watched, like, the first episode and a half or so, but... I don't want to hate Pablo Pascal. <sighs> I heard that... I, I mean, I haven't seen it yet either. I'm kind of waiting till it's all out so I can just mow through it. I didn't know it was on something I could watch it yet, but I think it's on HBO. It is. I don't have HBO. Yeah, it's on it. Something. <laughs> it is on something. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I think around episode three or four they start diverging. Oh, really? From the game, like it's supposed to be exactly the same for the first couple episodes, and then when you go and find uh, what's his name, Bill, I think, mm-hmm. who's played by the Nick Offerman character. Yeah, you spend a lot more time with him. Oh, they just go more into his story. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. filling in a couple things that we did they glossed over in the video game. Yeah, but like the first episode, it's just like, okay. Yeah, I've seen all this. You're not gonna squeeze any tears out of me for this shit, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, but the the squares out there who don't know what good games are, they haven't seen any of this. You gotta start somewhere. That's true. But it's Or just... listen to our podcast about it. Did we or do listen it? to our podcast about it? Nice, good plug. Yeah. yeah. We did. That's the only reason I remembered who Bill was. Really? <laughs> All right, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but it's it's good. I don't like... Oh, what's her name? Ellie's character. I don't know who plays that. I don't know who well, plays her, but she... Something about her just rubs me the wrong way. I think it's her face. 
<laughs> they could just taking swings at a child's face. Yeah. Or <laughs> hey, whatever. Metaphorical swings, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't want to get canceled here. But I don't know. It's just. Dude, we couldn't get canceled because we don't have any sponsors. I know. Imagine us being in the news for something. <laughs> That'd be you great. can't take away something we never had. Ha! But anyway, yeah. It's. I might watch it. I might not. Because like, after the first episode, I was like, why do I even care? I know exactly what happens. But I don't know. If it diverges, maybe I'll check it out. But that's all I did this week. All right. Then uh, with all that said and settled, let's go ahead and talk about the Plenty Time Vibe Check. Looking for a vibe here. Ooh. Got a vibe? Ah. Ooh. I'll I'll take that. (laughs) The big news that came out this week, there's a couple things, but uh, the one I want to start with is, have you guys heard about this Justice League game that's coming out? Nope. Justice League game that's coming out? Yes. It is a game that, uh, it's about the Suicide Squad, just Suicide Squad with the Justice League? What the hell is the name? Okay, Jesus. It's called the Suicide Squad. You're not cutting this part out. No. It's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That's the name of the game. Oh, it's one of those like games as a service or whatever they call them now. Yeah, they said it wasn't a live service game, but it's looking exactly like everything that would be in a live service game. It looks more like... Well, it's made by Rocksteady, the people who did the original Batman Arkham games that were so fucking great for PS3. Okay, so there's going to be good character models. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> for least. sure. At least, right? But it looks like they took it looks like they took the skin of that game and just dumped it in Fortnite. That's what this looks like. Oh, seriously? Article by Forbes had called it that it looks like live service hell. That is a quote from someone who saw the playthrough. Is it a battle royale? It's not a battle royale. I think there's a story, but it is mandatory to be online at all times. Oh, oh love that. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you can play it if there's a one first or one player choice mm-hmm. and you have to be online. But if you guys see that the there's a bunch of gameplay that came out you could check it out but if you look at it it looks exactly like uh fortnite and the division got together like it's all shooting focused so you'll get which it. is weird yeah i mean i'm gonna i'm not gonna immediately buy this i'm gonna wait for reviews if people say it's good i'll give it a shot but i'm not running out to buy this there's no. too many games already i don't need another shooter with that just because it has a dc skin who cares yeah i don't i mean if it had a weed skin we definitely <laughs> Don't nice. get me started, dude. Yeah. Please. Or 20 blaze it. <laughs> so fucking hey. Um, I mean, I will say the game looks very pretty. It looks very nice. But yeah. if that's all it's got going for it. Dude, every game no looks thanks. pretty and nice now. It doesn't matter, really. Yeah, really. I know. I know. I'm just trying to say one thing that's positive about what's come out. So, And hey, I haven't played the game. Maybe it's amazing. Maybe I'll fall in love with it. Maybe it'll be my new Division 2. It's like a looter shooter, not. though, right? Yeah, it's it looks exactly like Division Two. That's honest to God, what it looks like. So you could play for a while to get your suspenders or whatever. Yeah, it was suspenders. It was suspenders. It was a gun holster. All right, that went over your shoulders and connected to your pants. Over shoulder gun holster. That's what they call it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> the other news that came out this week is you guys remember Blumhouse? They make. Horror movies, yeah, like they the make Purge, a whole bunch of horror movies. Yeah, they Most of them they not make good. a lot of them. They are now opening a horror games division. Uh, I could, I could, I get on board there. This is probably the only tolerable news you've said in the past couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they are planning for smaller indie horror type games. Oh, that's even better. Nice. I mean, I want to encourage this behavior from horror movie studios. I, I'm, I'm gonna check this out. 
Yeah, I'm I'll definitely. To see I don't want to encourage the behavior, but I'd like to see it from one first. I'd like to see more horror games that aren't just yeah. find the key, go here. That's what a whole lot of games are. I know. <laughs> but it feels like horror games are... I mean, when was the last big horror game we had? Resident Evil 7. That one that... Dead Eight. Space Clone. Or the Man oh, Medan. Callisto Protocol. Yeah, Callisto Protocol. Any of those Man Medan ones. I can't remember what they're called. Dark Anthologies. Yeah. Dude, I was I watched somebody play Callisto Protocol on YouTube, and that's just Dead Space, man. Dude, I this kid at work, he he said, I, I made a mistake. I played Callisto Protocol first. And now he's playing Dead Space. He's like, I can't get into it anymore. <laughs> that's a goddamn shame. I know. I still haven't bought... I'm going to buy the Dead Space remaster. It's going to happen, and I'm going to play it, and I'm going to be so happy. But I I can't spend $70 on it, man. Like, no. it's got to... When it hits 35 maybe I'll pick it up. But it, 70 dude... It was funny because the people I watched playing the Clister Protocol, every time, like, something would... That would happen exactly like Dead Space. Like, and this is just Dead Space. And he's like, God, I hope it... I don't know what's causing these zombies, but I hope it's a, a marker of some sort. Yeah, it would be funny if it was the same thing. <laughs> Let it be a rock they find. It was just such a bummer because the guy that made it, Glenn Schofield, I think his name is. Yeah. Well, I, I must... I'm correct because it's the most accurate podcast in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never doubted it. He's the guy that was the brain behind the original Dead Space... Right. He broke off and made his own thing, and it was the Callisto Protocol. And I'm like, oh, it's from that guy, and it's Space Horror again. I bet it's going to be even better than Dead Space. It was the same fucking thing, dude. I bet the you didn't have the thing. same cool fucking laser weapons, though. Yeah. Yeah, the weapons, the weapons were worse and dumber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you had a small frame gun, like a small gun frame and a large gun frame. And then what you would do is take out like the rest of the gun and attach it to it. Yeah. So you do it for like a pistol, and then you do it for like a machine pistol, then you'd switch out for a different pistol. But that animation took time. So if you ran out of pistol ammo, and you needed to switch to another gun, it'd have to go through this huge, long fucking animation to reload to a different weapon, and by then you'd already be dead. So yeah, that Blumhouse is making games, huh? <laughs> oh, you got me all into this, didn't you? This is your fault. <laughs> Fuck Clisto Protocol is going to be showing up on a list at the end of this year, I'll tell you what. <laughs> anyway... So we're all excited to see what Bloomhouse comes out with. Hope oh, it's yeah. great. Cautiously optimistic. Last piece of news that I have here is Bungie wins a $4 million lawsuit against a Destiny 2 cheat developer. Oh, that, Didn't we do this story before? No, I think they just went to court for it. Uh, no. Yeah, they just went to court and settled for $4 million. It was by a company called Aim Junkies. And Bungie is saying that they violated the copyright by making tools to cheat. Which well, yeah, you agree to a terms of service when you play Yeah, man. You should have read all that shit before you played. <laughs> Fucking noobs, man. Seriously. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about it. I don't... Oh, it's easy. I don't care. You should have paid more. <laughs> what? Talk about Callisto Protocol? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... God, it's a bummer. Well, no. I mean... Well, if he I'm made money off people. it, he definitely should And pay. not only did he make money off it, he made money off of it by making other people's times worse. That's a good point. Yeah, he's just trolling people. Yeah. Fuck him. He deserves everything. So I hope they hang him. him. And I'm against the death penalty. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to, like, do as a job, you know? Like, I'm going to make cheat tools for video games. I mean, well, people same. love that shit. Yeah. I don't get it, but... They do, but, to, like, if I, I remember playing The Simpsons... Remember that fucking mobile game they had back yeah. in, like, 2007? Yeah. Tapped out. I think it tapped out. I think it's still around. It still probably, probably. is. Probably. But I remember playing that game... 
um, enjoying it, like having a real good time playing it. Probably spending way too much on their donut currency, but because that's what it was. It was and donuts. weed skins. And weed skins, bro. But uh, I remember I got a hacked APK for my Android, and it basically gave me unlimited coins, and I bought everything and made my town huge. And I was like, well. What was the fun of that? No, yeah. no reason to ever play this fucking game again, I guess. Yeah, I don't get that. Where's the fun in those like aimbots? Oh, look at me. I'm winning at Call of Duty. Who cares? You're fucking cheating. That's not fun. It, like, if I did that, I'd be bored. If I was winning every game 25 kills to zero deaths, but I'd be bored out of my mind. But we would love to do that and do do that. I don't know. I don't know anybody anymore. <laughs> now, I, just, I didn't say we'd like them. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's also an article, this is kind of side to this, but about how uh, Call of Duty is bridging like age gaps in the NBA because it's been around so long all the players have played it now yeah, it's been yeah, around for like 20 sense. some years yeah yeah so they're using it as like a bonding thing for the new guys that come in and it just blows my like I still do play Call of Duty and I play the campaigns and I enjoy them but the multiplayer it's I feel so similar to be doing that for like 20 years it's fun I, I mean it just gives you something I, to it's grind fun. I'm not year. saying it's not fun and it's the perfect like dad thing or, or parent thing to do if you only have like 15 minutes a game, you could drop in, yeah. do get a session, off. get out. Yeah. Lose to some guys I, using aimbot. Somebody who's head glitching. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. I just, it's, it's just my personality, I guess. I don't want to keep playing the same game over and over, I guess, unless it's called The Division. Yeah, right? Who are you? <laughs> Mr. Fucking Hockey. I played hockey? that for like two years. I don't play this. Oh, yeah, I do play it. Chell. Hockey, though. <laughs> There's a lot of chill going on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but those are different versions of chill. Dude, you can unlock different sticks and stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get new tape for my blades. That's my Papa Scotch voice. <laughs> That's pretty good. It sounded just like me. <laughs> I thought it was two Papa Scotches for a minute. Dude, I know. <laughs> but that is all we got for the plotty time. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> How about we get into the game? How does that sound? All right, let's do that. <laughs> All right, this game, <sighs> this week, it's called Alone in the Dark 2. A.K.A. Papa Scotch's Friday Nights. Oh, oh burn. Was that this episode said, or was that last dark, episode? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, we did the first one way back when. I can't even find it right now. But if you want to go and uh, get up to speed here, you can go back and listen to that episode. Is it the same guy? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Same place? No. All right. Uh, we originally did the first one J- July 22nd, 2021. We gave the first one a score of 19. Well, let's Ooh. see if we can beat that. See if we can beat it. It's up to the game, really. It's yeah. Not up to us. I'm looking at my score. I don't think so. <laughs> the Accurate Podcast is going <laughs> to. This game, it came out originally, it came out in 1993 in the EU, but I'm taking the release date as the North American release date, which is. September 25th, 1994. Ooh. Number one song in the country. 94. Holy shit. 94. Uh, Pearl Jam Jeremy. Good uh, guess, but no. Offspring, keep them separated. Ooh. Another great guess, but no. James Laid. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and sing it for you. You ready? Oh, I should have just got my mouth shut. This is your... You guys are in for a fucking treat. <laughs> <clears throat> Pour the wine, light the fire, girl, your wish is my command. I submit to your demands. I will do anything 
Girl, you need only ask. I'll make love to you. Like you, you want, want me, me to. to. I can't think of and who sings I'll it. And I'll hold you tight. Baby, all through the night, I'll make love to you. Is it a single you. person? Or is it a boy <sighs> band? It's a super group from Philadelphia. Boys to men. Boys to men, I'll oh, make yes. love to you. I kept thinking Color Me Bad, and I knew that wasn't it. God, that song is a fucking banger. Sure is. I was, uh, when you started singing, I was hoping it would be like Salt and Pepper or something, because that'd be so good. I was good thinking Britney Boys. Spears or something. But That's yeah. too early for Britney Spears. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know shit. You weren't even in high school yet in 94. Uh, I was almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated the fourth grade. Number one movie in the country. You guys ready for this one? Yeah. Oh, man. The tagline is, murder is forever, dot, 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 until now. Turn back the clock and your history. The fuck? This is 94. Yeah. I love throwing these taglines out because, I mean, it makes sense to me because I know what the movie is, but if you're hearing it out of context, none of these ever make any sense. Murder is forever. Until now. until now. Something about time travel. Yeah. Like Terminator. I was thinking, <laughs> oh, maybe. But somebody murdered in Terminator? Are you guys ready for the synopsis? Yeah. yeah. When mankind perfects time travel, the government establishes the Time Enforcement Commission to thwart criminal attempts to alter the timeline. Police officer Walker is recruited by TEC Commander Matt Zuick. Matt Uzik? But soon finds out his investigation of Senator Aaron McCobb being thwarted by enemies within the government. When Walker's wife, Melissa, is attacked, he must travel across time to rescue her and save the future. The fuck? No. I lost that, it yeah, that totally blew my mind. No, I have no idea. We uh, talked about this actor in our last episode. Steven Seagal? No, the other one. Jean-Claude Van Damme? JCPT. Yep, what movie time is Cop. it? Yeah. yeah, Time Cop is correct. I don't think I've ever seen it. No, me neither. Not After that synopsis, yeah. no. I, was like, I kept thinking Minority Report, but I knew that was too early. Yeah. I think I saw it way back when, like maybe in the late 90s, but it's been so long I don't remember I was anything also, about it. I was also it. thinking that one with uh, Bruce Willis, where he works with the mob. Looper? Yes. Hudson Hawk? I was going to say 12 Monkeys. I was like, what? <laughs> that's a great oh, that's a good fucking movie. That is a good too. movie. I'm going to watch that for next week. Bring it down now. Uh, this day in history, September 24th, 1911, groundbreaking begins in Boston for Fenway Park. Ooh. Oh, snap. Yeah, and they built a shitty-shaped park. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird shape. It was released for MS-DOS, developed <laughs> and published by Infograms. Not games. I don't, Infograms. I don't know. Single-player survival horror game, and I picked it this week. So if you guys don't mind, I can just get right into it. Do it. MS-DOS. Well, I guess it was before Windows 95, man. Uh, it's been re-released for a bunch of platforms, but I'm going with the OG MS-DOS. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe... A couple years after it, when the PlayStation 1 came out, they ported it to PlayStation 1 and Saturn. Dude, did I read correct that they're making a new one? They made one in the 2000s in Alone in the Dark. I think they are making a yeah, new like one. Like a sequels to these. Yeah, interesting. But uh, so this game, like I said, you can go back, you can listen to the original episode we did. That'll probably help. But you're dealing with the same private detective you're playing as Edward Carnby. He is a supernatural private eye. Uh huh. A little out of shape. <laughs> yeah, I know. He uh, this game takes place only three months after the end of the previous game. Uh, you've got your partner Ted Stryker there as well to help you investigate. Isn't that a... the guy from Hot Shots? Yeah, yeah, it is. Ted Stryker from Hot Shots. Ted Stryker, or not, maybe not Hot Shots, but he's from a movie. Ted Stryker. No, Airplane. Airplane. Yeah, yeah, Stryker. 
yeah. And he punches that. Yeah. Anyway. Got to take your word on that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a mean sorry, sorry, for, sorry for interrupting you, but. Sorry. No, but, it's yeah. a, this is important stuff. <laughs> wasn't Stryker also in the X-Men? Wasn't he the guy that saw over. There was Wolverine? a guy named Stryker, but his name wasn't Ted Stryker. Okay. Bob Stryker, probably. Oh, Ted Stryker spelled with a Y. No. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Robert Hayes plays Ted Stryker. Yeah. The point to this game is you are playing as Edward Carnaby, Christmas 1924. You are coming to a large house to investigate the kidnapping of a young girl named Grace Saunders. Right. Uh, there are sections of the game where you do play as her. We'll get to those when they come up. But this mansion on top of the hill, I don't exactly remember how you got to the mansion, but it's called Hell's Kitchen. I yeah. assume you get dropped off like you did in the first one. The card. Well, yeah, you just get... Doesn't Ted Stryker go there first and send you... like? Get yes, yes. I don't know if you know that. I know Ted Stryker. I thought he sent you a telegram. He sends you a telegram that says, okay. uh, I'm dying. He, well, something. he's going to check in. Yeah, yeah. somewhere. So uh, you head to the mansion called Hell's Kitchen. It used to belong to, the rumor was it belonged to some old-timey gangster way back in the day. Uh, you eventually uncover more of the story, and it's great stuff. But we get this opening sequence where Stryker sneaks into the mansion and then immediately like finds grace and then gets strangled by a clown yeah it's great yeah and yeah which makes it hilarious because it's a clown plus he's grunting the whole time climbing up to that second story yeah. window <laughs> he's the one that's out of shape i was talking about yeah and then we get the title cards and we get some credits and then finally edward arrives at the mansion and he's like i gotta get in here i guess i'll just blow it up so he blows it up yeah not very subtle no not very sneaky. And then he, you fight your way immediately. You fight your way through a huge head maze with a bunch of zombie gangsters. Yeah, I thought they were ghouls. I they thought they were zombie mobsters, but ghouls, zombies, not ghoul zombies. These there are semantics. Go. Zombie ghouls. Zombie ghouls. Then you head into the basement through a bunch of tunnels, and you find Ted Stryker, and he's dead. <gasps> not dead. He left a note saying that Grace was kidnapped by One-Eyed Jack. It was very much the note that started with, if you're reading this, I'm already dead. Yeah. Dude, I write those all the time. I know, me too. I have 40 of Mommy right now. <laughs> all right, just one question here. <laughs> he has pick, one eye. That's why they call him One-Eyed Jack. When he picks up the guns, they're called Thompsons. Is that what they were actually called? Is that why they're called Tommy guns? Yeah. They were called Thompsons? Yeah, that was the company. Yeah, those them. those gangster guns that they have with the round drum mag. That's a Tommy yeah. gun, the Thompson. Yeah. I did not know it was called a Thompson. Do you think I something made today. Where do you think Tommy came from? I don't know. Some, the original gangster who had one. OG. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you read the note saying that Grace was kidnapped by One-Eyed Jack. Hmm. And he gives you some more info about there's this outside cave on the cove. Some kind of bootlegging operation. You could get into it during high tide or low tide. I forget which one. I'm going to say low tide. Probably. Makes sense. <laughs> And then you read a whole shitload of pages about a bunch of pirates and their antics on their ship, the Flying Dutchman. So this has zombies, mobsters, and pirates. The story, story and clowns. of Shorty Leg. <laughs> Shorty Leg, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And clowns, definitely. You continue through the mansion basement fighting a bunch of dead gangsters. And then you found a letter, which I want to point out. Uh, it didn't have a whole lot of really super important information to it, but it had a bunch of Bioshock references. Well, I guess this wasn't a reference. This is probably where Bioshock got it from, because there's one letter. The same letter mentions a guy by the name of DeWitt, another guy by the name of Comstock, and then Elizabeth, all in the same note. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't see so that. So I'm like, that can't be a coincidence. That's neat. I, That's where Bioshock Infinite got those, I guess. I also uh, wrote that this guy's an alcoholic. Yeah, that's he, so many flasks on these ghosts, dude. dude. 
And he drinks them all. Speaking of flats, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. We sure did. Dude's all flat circle. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. A flask circle? Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> times a flask circle. New, New shirt. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> times a flask circle. Perfect. And then uh, as you uh, keep going through the mansion, you get upstairs eventually. You fight more gangsters. And then you find some notes about T-Bone and chess and magic. I'm not sure what these have to do with anything. I think they're just all pirate tales. Like stuff like One-Eyed Jack. Yeah, it's kind of just giving you background. Yeah, giving you background on where some of these Jack ghosts came from. I guess background into Hell's Kitchen. I guess it doesn't really affect directly the story. It just kind of fills in. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, I'm fine with that. That's what the best like audio logs or book things you find out. That's what the best ones do. Just little stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like expand the universe, but they're not like if you miss one, you won't. You'll still know what's going on. Yeah, it's like Fallout has the best of those because they're just like little self-contained stories wherever you find them. Yeah, Fallout does that fucking great. But anyway, so you're uh, going through the gangsters upstairs and then you get trapped in a cell somehow. You took a wrong door. You're behind a cell. And then this is where you first meet One-Eyed Jack. (gasps) Whoa. And then he tells you how he got the Flying Dutchman and about all these legends. Apparently this group, they hid in the island Back in 1824, uh, there was a bunch of erosion from the cliff. It destroyed their ship. They couldn't go anywhere. So they're like, all right, I guess we'll just build a mansion here and live here forever. Yeah, so they can live forever, but you can easily kill them with Thompsons. Yeah, they mentioned some kind of thing about, they called it like the second life. Okay. Which I'll get to it in a second. It's a a type of immortality where you... You die and come back every time. Or you don't die from old age or something, or disease. Yeah, but I mean... Right. No, I know what you're saying. I, I get it. And then uh, One-Eyed Jack's like, okay, see you later. He walks out of the room, and then you're chased down by a woman in purple who is Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Right. And she somehow sends you a whole bunch of pain. You double over just in pain, and then you get levitated, and now you're a prisoner. Yeah. Well, she's a she's a witch of some sort. Some type of demon or something, yeah. And then you have a, your first session where you sneak around is Grace. Seems really annoying. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I think it probably was a lot more fun to play. It looked very rough. No, even the music was pissing me off when it was Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I I thought these sequences like I don't mind doing one of these once in a while, but I don't want to take it for, like too long in the skin of like another character. Yeah, kind of annoys me once in a while. It's like just trying to elongate the game, elongate the game. Yeah, I like the idea of. Yeah, the one-two punch, and you could send your other person into, like, small spots to get a key or whatever. Yeah. Like, clank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. But anyway, so you have this section where you sneak around as Grace, and eventually just she gets kidnapped. Like, you try to find clues and get kidnapped. (laughs) She gets caught, like, three, four times. Yeah, (laughs) at least. And then you and Grace are now in, I guess, come some kind of cell, a dungeon, the holding area. Yeah. The brink. The brig. Brig. The brig. There we go. Cut that. And we learn, <laughs> and we learn a bunch of backstory about a woman by the name of Elizabeth Jarrett, who is the woman in purple, aka the witch. She apparently learned voodoo and hoodoo, uh, which is interesting because those are two voodoo. very different things. Well, that's why you learn both of them, and yeah, not just well, it's one. just like the hoodoo religion is is all about like family and taking care of people and being good people. I learned a little bit about voodoo on my trip to New Orleans, and it's a very positive thing. 
Who yeah. do? I don't know what that is. I don't know. But that. whatever. They're trying to make us feel like it's a super secret dark magic that she can do anything. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she had a mentor by the name of Cotton. She was on board the ship that crashed. She was the one that appears to have made them all immortal. Yeah, she made the people who originally had the Dutchman immortal. But there's a catch now to this immortal thing. You see, every 100 years, an innocent girl has to go from being a child to an old person immediately. They all age out, and then that keeps the immortal safe for another 100 years. Now, this, sound, this sounds like Scientology. This is the first time they're doing it? This is the third, I think they said. Yeah, oh, a- I thought this, this happened in 1824, and now it's only 1924. They also did in 1724. That's when she was in Haiti. Oh, so they did it one other time. Okay. So this is the second time. Well, the first time had to be pretty easy in 1824. So this, this is like now what we have to deal with and why these people are all around. So you play as Grace for a second to sneak around to grab a key to get Edward out of the cell. Another, uh, another thing I want to say here. Sure. Grace is barefoot, and her st- footsteps are loud as fuck, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm about to ruin every classic game for you right now. Listen for footsteps, because they always have them in, like, Nintendo and PS1 games. Yeah, yeah. So listen for those now, and it's going to drive you insane once you start hearing them. Oh, I hear them. Because em. the footsteps, they never match up with the actual feet, because technology oh, yeah. just wasn't there. Yeah, but at least it makes sense if they have fucking, like, fancy shoes on this was barefoot. All the fancy shoes you wear in video games. We're talking about penny loafers and such. <laughs> yeah, fancy stuff. <laughs> so uh, you get Edward out of the cell. Uh, you do. I forgot to mention that when you're playing as Grace, you sneak across like the deck of the boat mm-hmm. uh, because the boat is in the cliff. Like it's part of the thing. It's like goonied. It's like goonied. Good, good way to put it. <laughs> Not dry docked. It's goonied out there. But when you're passing, you go past a. Uh, a whole group of dudes playing like instruments and just having a jam out. Yeah. You yeah. don't even like hide very well. No, they're just dancing and having a good time. They're just like, oh, that little girl's going to die soon. Let her, let her mince around a little bit and see what she's getting I, into. I thought they were implying that you weren't seen. I thought, yeah. I mean, that's what they're supposed to imply. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. you walked out right in the open, right oh, in yeah, front of them. Yeah. So uh, you go back to playing as Edward. You fuck around a bunch and you find a book that tells you about the immortals and. It talks about like invocations, satanic curses, but there's some clause in there that me- that tells you how to kill the undead. <laughs> oh Jesus! Christ. How important is that? As any good book does. It's so good. How do they do it too? There's, uh, it's worth reading. There's just a bunch of curses and zombies and witches. So we've got witches, zombie pirates, uh, clowns, gangsters. One scary ass clown. Yeah. yeah, just the one possessed clown. I mean, he doesn't have a team of clowns as far as I Maybe it's in the DLC. <laughs> yeah, who uh, knows? But uh, you, Edward, like, understood what was going around, so he knows how to kill, uh, I believe you kill Elizabeth, and then you solve the curse. Uh, Edward doesn't kill Elizabeth. That's right, he doesn't. Well, someone. Anyway, Edward keeps running around. You you fight some uh, some chefs for some reason. I think they were <laughs> chefs. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely either chefs. children or a little person. I don't know which is which. But event, as you're going through this, you just keep going, and the witch finds you again, knocks you out again, and then just takes you away again, because apparently she can do this whenever she feels like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can always just possess you or whatever it is. Yeah, but you uh, keep going on, and then as you are getting passed out, you, you, you're levitated, and you're, you disappear, I guess? Yeah. I think- into, into the ether? Yeah, probably into the shit world. 
And then right behind you, as you're disappearing, Grace walks in the room. So you play another section with her. Oh, of course. And uh, probably the most badass thing Grace ever does, she gets the key, goes into Elizabeth's quarters. She walks up to a, I'm going to go ahead and say the word altar yeah, of some sort. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And uh, she does some, she gives her something, I believe. No, she waves a chicken foot in front of the altar. Is that what does it? And then it starts shooting lightning and kills the and witch. It kills her. her. Yeah, it kills Elizabeth, a chicken foot. So I was like, man, that's okay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, she kind of like screwed up a ritual or something. I yeah. Think. Did you make her screw up or is it because you put the bone in? There wasn't supposed to be a bone in it. No. It messed the, up the whole ritual. In one of the things you read, it tells you that a chicken foot can yeah. kill witches or unholy beings or some shit i missed that one but you know we are the most accurate podcast in the game so we got one of us caught it i got it (laughs) (laughs) and then uh edward becomes corporeal again and he starts just fighting everybody he kills a bunch of dudes on the ship's deck and then finally you get to the big boss one-eyed jack (gasps) oh my god while grace is just standing in the corner not even looking at you she's like looking off to the side which i thought was odd she doesn't care (laughs) but uh you win and kick one-eyed jack's ass real good but he doesn't seem to die yeah i thought that was weird too so edward and grace are like well here's our window let's get the fuck out of here so they jump in a small rowboat and then one-eyed jack's like i know what'll do this i'll fire the cannon at him but inadvertently he blows a hole in the whole side of the thing that looks like a skeleton face yeah for some reason a skull a skull yes yeah. skeleton, skeleton face. face skull you know what's the difference <laughs> they knew there are our, our listeners are smart enough to pick that Most up. Most accurate but... podcast. <laughs> so they met all these things miss you as you get away. And then Hell's Kitchen, the mansion on top of the hill, just completely burns down. That's the end of the game. It just disappears. Mm-hmm. It like gets sucked into a void. I just assumed since all the magic was gone, it was gone. Yeah, but they still built it out of normal shit, right? <laughs> uh, do they ever say that? Whoa. <laughs> this is one of the endings. There's there's another ending for oh. the Saturn and PlayStation port. Oh, uh, shit. But not, it was really weird. Hmm. Weirder than that? Weirder than waving a chicken bone? Well, no, as, they're, as they hop into the rowboat, Gracie and Edward, and they're about to get off the get off the, sh- the, the island. Yeah. <laughs> Let's clarify that. Ooh, good and, uh, <laughs> uh, As they're ready to get off the island, there's like... Uh, they, they go... They evade the cannons again. The cannon blows a hole in the wall. But as they come out of the mouth of this cave, like a huge piece of rock slams into the water next to them and starts a tidal wave. Like, not tidal wave, but like a pool. Okay. Like, a circular pool, a funnel. There's a name for these things. Yeah. Yeah. And know. it sucks them down and kills them. And that's the end of the game. What? What? Doesn't he come that's back? The... Aren't there like a third and fourth? Yeah. Yeah, there are. Well, I don't really count them as cannon. I don't think they're cannon because there's a bunch more alone in the dark yeah. games. Yeah. And plus, it wasn't released. It, it was added on afterwards, I assume. Yeah, and at the end of this one, the 93 version, 94 version, whatever, looks like Gracie's, like, flipping you off when they're dr- floating away. <laughs> it was weird. She's supposed to be waving, but just, like, how shitty the graphics were. It looked like she's just flipping you off constantly. Cool, it's, cool. It was pretty neat. I like it. I caught that. It's very accurate. <laughs> That's it. That's the game. Mm. We did it. Fantastic. Let's go ahead and move into the final thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And let's start with you there, Dr. Scientist. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think Chumslap has questions for you. Oh, yeah? I got a couple for you. Let's hear them. Did watching this video make you feel alone in the dark? Mm, I like it. Was the story 
pretty shitty or do they hit it out of the park? Oh. And out of 27 stars, how many will illuminate this dark? Whoa. Mm. Right, it dark, you lost me dark. a little bit on the bat last one. I but, know, but, but it, it, it worked still, for me. still top four <laughs> that we've ever done. Easily. Easily. Thank you. Thank you. Would I play it? No. I don't think I could get any of these games, even remakes of it. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. Did the story work for me? Uh, it was kind of just like the last one. You know, it's kind of a little voodoo story. This guy investigates. He saves a girl, kills a bunch of zombie whatevers, zombie pirate mobster clowns. I know. You say that, you think it's going to be a great game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And it has like the little backstory of how these pirates got here and did whatever. I mean, it was all right. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not bad. It's not great. It's not bad, though. I'll give it eight scientist stars. Whoa. Okay. Maybe on a better day, it might get more. On a worse day, it might get less. But that's, that's what I'm saying right now. Hey, man. It's accurate. That's yeah, all we can do. That's ask. all I know. Yes. Understandable. Well, how about you then? Sir Chumpslap, it's your turn. What's up? You got some questions? Or yeah. Did uh, watching this video make you want to play this masterpiece? Oh, Jesus oh. Let's hear this one. <laughs> Continue. Uh, <laughs> he's just he's checking the rhyming dictionary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I know. Is not true at all. <laughs> so, did watching this video make you want to play this masterpiece? Stalling for time. Mm-hmm. Did the story work for you, or was it only a minor increase in the last game that came out? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Beautiful. <laughs> and how many stars would you give this masterpiece? How do you follow up chump slaps with that? <laughs> Very low effortly. <laughs> right. That's a word, right? No, yeah, it is now. Accurate. Trademark it. Oh, did watching this make me. No. I, why would you. I don't think anything can make me want to play a game from 1993. I'm going to put that out there. Maybe Pong. It's Pong always the thing. The nostalgia for me is I'll get like an urge to play Nintendo and then I'll play like two games and be like, all right, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. For like exactly. a half hour. I'm like, that's nice. That it's was like I fun. could play a sick game right now. That's 2023 game, you know? Yeah. And there's already too many games out there. Yeah. But anyway, no, I don't want to play it. Story work for me. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'd say, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's just the story of a detective gets called into this, this case, trying to find a young girl, finds her, and mm-hmm. it's just a weird setting, you know? Some crazy pirate people, some witches and stuff. It wasn't mm-hmm. terrible, but it wasn't good. For the chicken foot killing the witch... I gave her an extra two points because that was <laughs> that was pretty nice. sick. So in all, I'd give it a let's give it a six. Ooh. Okay. Okay. It wasn't good, but it was it was still not bad for its time and you know, whatever. Yeah, it was a six. Shut up. All right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's great. Our scores are perfect because we're the most accurate podcast in the game. Yeah. It is. It is an accurate six. It gets six chump slap stars. Yep. And that's accurate. Now, Scott G. Yes, sir. I got some questions for you. What's up? Did watching this video make you want to boot it up in DOS? Okay, okay. I'm getting was it. the story pretty good or was it a bunch of dross? All right, all right, all right. Ooh, okay. And how many stars would you give this Ross from Friends? 
It was okay. it was two <laughs> perfect examples yeah. with a shit sandwich in between. I couldn't figure it out, man. All right. Well, what would I give this? Uh, did the story? No. No. First, would you play? Does watching this video <laughs> make me play? There it is. Um, no, not really. I mean, I th- I thought it looked very interesting. It was way ahead of itself technically for that year. Yeah. Because, dude, this is the same year that Doom Two came out. Let's think about that. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I did write down Earthworm Jim, Donkey Kong Country, Tekken, and Shaq Fu also came out. Well, this was not ahead of its time. That, what are you talking about? Shaq Fu was out that time? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, so, watching the video didn't really make me want to play it because it looked like the combat was super janky. But I did like the creepy atmosphere. Yeah. But, yeah, now nah, I'll probably got to play it. Did the story work for me? I thought it was pretty interesting. It was very silly to be fighting zombie gangsters with guns. Silly or awesome? I Well, the other one didn't have nearly as much of a emphasis on guns, did it? I didn't remember much battling at all. <sighs> yeah. I know you had like your your one gun, but that was it, I thought. Anyway, uh, it was a weird direction to take the games, but I still did love the creepy atmosphere. I loved uh, how it was just so simple where it's like, go find this missing girl. And that was it. That was the whole story. Yeah. And then you run to a bunch of wild shit going on. So, yeah, story mostly worked for me. What would I score it? I. Th- it's hard to say because I feel like for its time, it had a lot more of a story and narrative than... Shaq Fu? Yeah, Shaq Fu or comparatively other games. I, I thought an effort was really taken to make the story good. And I think the ways it fell short was all really, like, tactical limitations. That's mm-hmm. fair. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll see that. So... Uh, final score, this was tough, but I give him a lot of props for the effort that was made to build the world out, so I'm going to give him a 10. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go crazy and give him like a 25, but... They got, they got a 24. I think 10 is respectable. That gives that does give us a total score of 24, which is exactly what we had last week for Metroid Prime. This is exactly the same game, when you think <laughs> about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And uh, we also gave, like I said last week, No More Heroes and Obscure got 24s as well. Fair enough. But uh, if we got nothing else to say about this game, how about we uh, go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon. (laughs) Yes, Scientist. Oh, I thought there was going to be more of an intro there. Nope, that's all you get. (laughs) All right, so I got to go after the... Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for a guaranteed 100% amazing banger of a Pokemon lock of the week, and he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, since I already gave Papa Scotch a Pokemon, I fear I might as well give Chumpslap a Pokemon. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Okay. Is there a chef Pokemon? No. (laughs) I've looked, but this one's even better. A lazy Pokemon. Oh, there is plenty of those. This is the hoodlum Pokemon. Oh, shit. I am a hoodlum. Scrafty. (laughs) <laughs> I love the name. That's his picture. Just I mean, Dude, dark and fighting Pokemon. He is so cool looking. <laughs> I'll wait till I read his uh, descriptions in the Pokédex here. Here's one. This Pokemon may be rude, but it takes very good care of his friends and family, and it's turf. Oh wow, that is me. It taunts its <laughs> it taunts its opponents by spitting. It has a certain territory that it never leaves. And my favorite one. Wait, is this an insult? <laughs> my favorite one. Groups of them beat up anything that enter their territory. It kind of looks like he's wearing Jenkos too. Oh yeah, yeah, he does a little bit. And it's a hoodie. He's got like a hoodie hood back on yeah, the back. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just skin that looks like giant Jenkos. 
but I think it'd be perfect for Trump, for Trump slap here. I like it. Awesome. He'll hang out with you smoking and spitting. Hell yeah, man. Scrafty. Is that a pouch or is that his bottom bones or is that just his Jenkos? That's skin. That's extra skin. That's extra skin. He's just like holding up like a pair of overalls. All right. Is cool. he holding them or is it just his hands are happen to be there? It's a fighting Pokemon, man. He can do what he wants. Yeah. I couldn't imagine he fights and his pants fall down, so. Yeah, that'd be worst time for the pants to fall down, <laughs> really. So, uh, there you go. Scrafty. That's the number one Pokemon <laughs> Radical Lock of the Week. Now let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment, which is Chump Slaps This or That. These or those. This or that. It's a question. No, it's not. All right. So every week we give Chump Slap a prompt, and this week he's going to have to tell us if it is a fancy hotel or a slang word for the toilet. Mm. Shit house. Used to be shit house. <laughs> so, as always, it is rapid fire. I'm going to throw him a chump slap. He's going to answer as fast as humanly possible, and then we're going to see how well he does at the end. All right. Are on. you ready, Sir Chump Slap? I got to. <sighs> Again, it's either a fancy hotel or a slang name for the toilet. Hotel or toilet. Got it. All right. You ready? Yup. The cloister. Hotel. The privy. Toilet. The swag. Hotel. The little Nell. Toilet. The netty. Toilet. The breakers. Hotel. And the bog. Hotel. I have no fucking idea. Dude, those, you got those are so five weird. out of seven. Are correct. you serious? <laughs> just, I was talking out my ass there. You almost had it too. Yeah. You got the first three correct. They were the cloister, which is a fancy hotel. The privy is a slang for the toilet. And the swag is also a fancy hotel. Makes sense. Number four, the little Nell is not... A name for the toilet is actually a fancy hotel. Eh, what's the difference? And then the other one you got wrong was the bog. The bog is a toilet. <sighs> Why would you go to the bog to take a shit? The bog of eternal stench. As long as it's not a cranberry bog, am I right? Yeah, man. Whatever that Thanks. Means. Thank you for, for bailing me out there. <laughs> Nobody else was. He's going to cut that part, too. I want to. I always wondered how they grew cranberries in like the big... That's so weird. Why they grow Yeah, it's like a, in a bog. It doesn't yeah. make. They just float to the top. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. They're fucking delicious. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, dude. They grow underwater, and then when they're ripe, they pop off and float up. You got to pick them. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) It's a science I'm not going to understand. Can I just dig a hole somewhere and have a cranberry bog? That's what I'm saying. I'll put one in my backyard, man. I love cranberries. All right. Well, if you uh, out there are a cranberry expert who knows how to to make cranberries grow in a bog, Chump Slap would love that information as much as you could possibly send them. But uh, where would they even send that email to, Sir Chumpslap? They send it to playtime at gmail.com, and I'll I'll try to build a bog for you guys. Awesome. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials with more bog pics, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At playtime on Instagram, or stop by the Reddit and say hi, and give us a picture of Papa Scotch eating chicken legs and raspberries. <laughs> or cranberries, okay. whichever one they're talking about. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Cranberries. Cranberries, the bog. Can I be in a bog for the picture? No. Okay. Well, you know, rules are important. Uh, you can also go ahead and over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Or you can go to our eBay store, plottytime.com, and buy some merch if you feel so inclined. Derf shirts, man. Yeah, we're, we still... Guys. Got a couple of them. Got a, got a handful of derf shirts left. They're going fast. They're going fast. That does it for us. So as always, shout out to Blaine JJ. Shout out to Drago the Slago. Shout out to Handman. Shout out to our number one fan, Louise Guzman. As always, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Want to dip my bogs in it. <laughs>